Hello and welcome to episode 31 of Unstoppable Marketing and Mindset with me, MG. I am your marketing and mindset coach for women who want to be fucking unstoppable in business. So I'm excited that you're here and yes, I swear. So if that's not your vibe, I'm probably not your vibe, but I want you to stick around because today we are going to be talking about how simplicity scales. These are two words that came up in the retreat I went to in Bali with Angela Henderson. And it's the exact reason why I have a mini course called Simplify to Amplify. It's all about how a simple business model scales. And I want to go back to sharing how I learned this the hard way, because tell me you're a manifesting generator in human design without telling me you're a manifesting, manifesting generator in human design. I... I'm not very good at keeping things simple, okay? It doesn't come naturally to me because I have a fuck ton of ideas all the time. I literally have ideas flowing through my blood, my cells, my bones, my energy, my aura all the time. It's never ending. And when you have that kind of energy, it can be really hard to simplify what it is that you do in your business because you get excited about so many things. So I really want to make sure that you know I'm coming from a place of this not actually being easy for me and having to have learn it the hard way because it took me three and a half years to start making six figures annually in my business. And it was because I was trying to do too many things. And that wasn't just because I didn't have a team at that point either, but it was because I was offering so many sporadic things, my my value ladder, my ascension model, my office suite, whatever you call it, it didn't make sense. It was complicated. And when people see complicated offers or a complicated customer journey, they get the fuck off that customer journey ASAP because it's confusing and no one likes to feel confused when they're being sold to. So just know that even if you find this kind of thing really difficult, I've been there, I get it, and I still find it hard to keep it simple, but it is absolutely 100% true that simplicity in your business model will scale. So let's talk about what that means and how you can audit your own business in order to scale your business simply without the headache. So basically, when I say simplify, it's making a logical order of value of offers in your business. Your value ladder is basically what I call the list of offers that you have in order of value, and it takes into consideration the customer journey. It needs to make sense. It needs to be a logical journey from one place to another without losing them in a side alley. So someone might start their journey with you by listening to your podcast. Hello, if that's how you started listening to me. And then they might go to download a lead magnet. Hello, there's a lead magnet right now in the show notes if you want to go and check that out. (laughs) The 2024 vision planner is in there because this is part of what we go through in that vision planner is simplifying your value ladder to amplify the customer journey. It might be considering how from there is a logical next step for someone to go from a lead magnet into working with you, into becoming a warmer lead, a hotter lead. Now this is the same for product-based businesses because you still need to make touch points before someone goes and purchases. And we need those touch points to make sense and to kind of keep them on that journey and eventually become so far up your value ladder that they are just raving fans. So let's just shatter the myth right now that complicated 
is sophisticated. Complicated is not sophisticated when it comes to business. The most successful business models are simple models. Think about Apple. It's a limited set of products, really. I mean, yes, there's version 1, 2, 25, whatever they're up to now. Yet each one, it, it's an iPhone or it's a MacBook. And, you know, there's a little offshoots off there, but that's really what it's about. When you think about Apple, most of the time we think about an iPhone. And those things have become a game changer. The, the simplicity of their design to the user as well, that user experience, it's made them giant in the tech world. In the tech world. Another example, Netflix. You know, if you go back, remember the blockbuster stores with the overwhelming like rows of DVDs or uh, what were they called? VCRs? I'm trying to think back that far. Yes, I'm that old. <laughs> Netflix just simplified everything. They made one platform, a multitude of choices on that platform, but they've revolutionized the way we consume content. And again, it's about that user experience too. So it's the customer journey. Another example I want to give is of a female-founded business, of course. Let's talk about Spanx. We all love Spanx. Thank you, Sarah Blakely. She saw a gap. She saw a need. And instead of overcomplicating, she created a product with a simple, effective solution. And she turned it into a billion-dollar empire. And everyone knows what Spanx is. It's not... I mean, yes, they have a variety of things. But really, when we think about Spanx, we think about the one product, right? These are big examples, and I know that you aren't potentially, look, I don't want to assume, but I don't think you're running a billion dollar empire right now. So I want to talk about how you do this from the ground up. And the first thing to be really aware of is that Pareto principle of 20% of our actions lead to 80% of our results. I'll say that again, 20% of your actions in business are leading to 80% of our results. The good news about this is once we can be aware of those 20% of the actions that are leading to 80% of our results, we can work smarter, not harder. I'm going to give you some examples. As I give you these examples, I want you to consider what might be happening in your business. Okay, and you might even like to stop and take some notes. The first one I want you to think about is social media. You might be everywhere. You might be on LinkedIn, Facebook, Facebook groups, Facebook page, Facebook personal page. Oh my God, there's so many just sections of Facebook, podcasts. Uh, what else? What have I missed? Instagram. How have I missed Instagram? You might be in all of those places, but I guarantee you there's one platform, that golden 20% where most of your engagement and your conversions are coming from. That's the Pareto principle Principle in practice. We'll try and say that 10 times fast. Pareto principle in practice. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Another part of your business might be your sales. 20% of your clients are likely accounting for 80% of total sales. For me, that's one-to-one -one clients. If you have scaled something, so eventually I want that 20% to be from my low-cost membership, the biz revolution, okay? But I have to be really intentional about how I use my value ladder in order to, to shift that around. Another area might be if you are in products and retail, 20% of your products probably account for 80% of the sales. 80% of your revenue, right? There'll be those best sellers. Your customer complaints or your client complaints, usually it's 20% of the, the product flaws that are causing 80% of the complaints. So fixing just those 20% of the product flaws can actually address the majority of complaints. Again, that 80-20 rule. Let's think about websites, user experience on your website. It's often observed that users will use 20% of your website 80% of the time. 
So just 20% of your website is what's converting and enhancing those key features can completely change your user experience and obviously then change conversion sales, etc. Marketing channels overall, 20% of marketing channels are responsible for 80% of your leads and conversions. So knowing where those 20% of marketing channels are that are converting the most and investing more into that will maximize your return on investment. It goes on, right? The 80-20 split is not completely fixed. Like it's not a, a fixed law or a rule. It's just really a rule of thumb, right? The actual ratios might vary, but the principle remains consistent that a minority of causes or efforts lead to a majority of the results or outcomes. So recognizing and leveraging that principle can greatly enhance your efficiency and your profitability in business. Boom. So that's super important, right? And this is where you need to start working out where is that 20% in your business? That's where the gold lies. The final part of this podcast is getting you to do a simplicity challenge. Okay, so I want you to take a moment, if you can, stop and write these things down because if you can take on this challenge and start to simplify the 20% of your business that is driving the 80% of your revenue, productivity, etc., then you will be fucking unstoppable. Let me tell you. So, the first thing you're going to do is audit your business. I want you to look at everything you do in all areas, okay? So whether it's marketing, team, operations, client experience, what can you do to streamline your daily tasks? Now, this is where AI, I love AI, comes in. Oh my goodness, there's an AI for everything, okay? Even my podcast, holy shit, I have halved the amount of time that needs to be spent on my podcast outside of the recording time, obviously due to using AI. I use Decipher, I use Opus. What else do I use? Goodness, even just Zoom. If Zoom now has AI that will summarize your meeting. So if I've got an interview, it will summarize the meeting afterwards, which is absolutely brilliant with helping with content, right? So where can you streamline your daily tasks? That's number one, audit your business and see where you can streamline. Number two, I want you to ask for feedback from someone. Now, this could be from a customer point of view, client point of view. So just, just ask for feedback. How was that process for you? You know, how did you find us? Oh my goodness, please always ask people how they found you so that you know and you can amplify those areas. Just as my marketing mind like on like 100% right now. Ask for feedback from a coach. Have a coach have a look over what it is that you're doing in your business. Even if you've got a biz bestie, maybe sit down with each other's businesses and talk about these different areas that you are working on in your business, your team, your marketing, whatever it is, your operations, and just get external viewpoints because you don't know what you can't see until you can see it and you can't change what you don't know. The next step, number three, is to realign with your 20%. So find the 20%. This is the whole point, right? Is find that 20%, hone in on it, and watch your results soar. So think about what's working and amplify that instead of trying to amplify everything because we ain't got time for that. The final thing to consider as part of number three, realigning your 20% is looking at how your offers take your customers or clients on a journey 
and making sure you're realigning your 20% into the areas where you want to focus on. So for example, you might have the one product that is really or offer that is really selling and bringing you the most revenue. How can you realign your energy to focus on that? If it feels good, I just want to say as well that it's not just about doing the revenue raising activities. If that's not 100% your goal, you might also have some passion work that's not as well paid. For example, my membership, not as well paid as my one-to-one right now, but I'm putting a lot of time and energy into that intentionally because I am planning on shifting my 80-20 so that that the 80% of my efforts goes into that in order to build it to be 20%. So it's finding that balance and knowing intentionally what you're doing and how you're looking forward into the future to make sure that it meets your future goals as well, not just your now goals. With that in mind, I have got a workshop for 2024 coming up. And one of the things we will be doing in this is auditing your business and looking at these things. So a lot of what I've shared today is what will be covered in the Vision 2024 workshop. And you've also got the workbook. So if you go into the show notes, the workbook you can download for free. The workshop is 44 Australian dollars, unless you're a member of the Biz Revolution and you can come to that for free. So don't pay for it if you're in the Biz Revolution. Otherwise, it's two hours for us to sit down, look at the year that you've had in 2023 in business, reflect on it, audit it. There's a whole audit page looking at, you know, what's missing in your business, what strategy is working, what strategies are not working, and then an opportunity to forward plan for 2024. And it's an absolute game changer doing this, ladies. If you are not planning ahead in your business, you're going to go into the year feeling messy, unorganized, and really not inspired. I'm not saying that you need to have a plan and follow a plan to it to the T. I actually don't do that a lot of the time, but it gets me into momentum and then I can shift and move the needle in different ways if I want to when it comes to actually executing the plan. So go and check out that resource. Book in to come to the two-hour workshop if you've got the space for it. I know it's going to be quite close to Christmas, but look, you've got time to block that time out now. It's two hours. Really, are you going to do it if you don't come to the workshop? I don't know how self-motivated you are. You'll obviously get the opportunity to talk to others and get feedback in that space as well, which will be amazing. So I would love, love, love to have you there. I'd also love for you to stop right now Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast, share it on your Instagram stories and share your biggest takeaway and tag me. Please, pretty please. That can be my Christmas present from you to me. Thank you. I know it's early Christmas, but that's okay. I'm here for it. Let's make a whole month of Christmas. No, let's not. (laughs) I'll see you back here next week. Peace out. I'm MG.